cliffcentral.com. Well, as you know, we've been doing some really interesting stuff with BMW. I've spoken to the CEO, who's an amazing man. We've spoken to people here in South Africa involved, especially in electric vehicles. And today, I have two, I mean, what do I call you guys? Car nuts. I heard you talking earlier. You could also uh, say sexy guys. I, yeah, I wouldn't yeah, mind yeah, sure. that title. Yeah. I mean, I could also call you brilliant and all of those. Thank things. We'll you. get to that. <laughs> but, but really, the point of having you on this show is to talk about this particular car this magnificent beast behind us which you two know a whole lot more about than most people so we'll start first of all francisco we've done a series already together and it's been an incredible journey and also finding about finding out about the future of electric vehicles and where everything in transport is going how innovation is just running a pace and making everything that we thought we knew feel old the day after we knew it it, it's literally a time where we're living in the future. It feels like, you <laughs> know, phenomenal. we're finally at that point now where we thought, like, we're going to get to this Jetsons era. And mm. we're finally there with the technology that's out there with these vehicles. It's phenomenal. Well, uh, Fr- Francisco, in case you don't know, and maybe you've only heard him on one or two series that we've done, but Francisco Mwamba is, of course, a respected and uh, knowledgeable automotive journalist. He's also someone who's an entrepreneur in his own right. And our other guest is Dr. Musa, who, I mean, how do you combine the role of being a medical doctor with being a car enthusiast like you are? I, I do, um, but it's also difficult because there's so many other things that one wants to do, you know? Uh, we're sitting chatting about this before this, that, you know, you find guys that enjoy cars, but you and I could chat about, you know, shoes because you like shoes. Yeah, yeah. You know, there's so many little pockets that you drop yourself into, but... It's just love at the end of the day. It's the stuff that we all love. Well, I don't know if you two knew each other before this. No, we did not. But it feels like we've known each other for yeah. a long time I, now. I, I mean, spirit you, animal. You, had to, you had to see them to believe it. It was like <laughs> two brothers had discovered that they were related after thinking you know, nothing you about each other. You never know. Yeah. Maybe. Yeah. Naughty fathers. No, you never know. All right. So, so just tell us about where this all started for you. So this all started for me when I... You know, there's that brand that we all know about that has the electric vehicles. And the moment they brought out that vehicle... The first thing, and I had a list of vehicles that I wanted next. I was like, oh, let's move this one up. And I want this specific model coming in next. But South Africa being South Africa and things taking the time that they have, you sit and you wait and you sit and you wait. And then i3s are launched and i8s are launched Mm -hmm. and that excitement kind of comes up. You're like, okay. And then you you have to give props to BMW for being as fast as they have been. They have. So so even before that for me was a, okay, there's a hybrid, but I'm going to wait a bit because the range is not that great. And then out of the blue, I kid you not, someone says, oh, cool, yeah, no, they've got 630-kilometer ranges now. I was like, okay, now I'm interested. Tell me more. Mm-hmm. And then I found out about this iX, and I've been in love uh, ever since. Well, I mean, this iX, you've been driving it too, right? Yeah. What's that like? It is a completely different experience. So I think if you're a car guy like us, you're used to the foot down, that comes with it. And this is different because you've got the same sort of, uh, you know, whiplash feel that you get when you put your foot down in a petrol vehicle. (laughs) But this is all electric and no one hears anything. But you're moving at such a pace. It's so cost-effective as well when it comes to not having to go to the garage. And absolute silence every time. I mean, this time you can actually... You can hear it's it almost as if like you've got super senses yes. yeah. because you don't you're not drowned out by the sound of your car you don't have to turn whatever you're listening to podcasts music you don't have to turn it up to like a thousand decibels to be able to hear what's going on exactly. and you can hear what's going on outside the car so it's probably safer as well right yeah. Yeah, very much mm. so. And you know, it's a weird thing. It's a bit eerie in the beginning because mm. when you jump into the vehicle and you start it. I didn't even know. I, I tried to turn it on just now and I wasn't sure whether I'd turn <laughs> exactly. it on. Exactly. Yeah. <laughs> exactly that. So, I mean, the technology behind it, it's quite interesting how the fact that it's silent kind of plays with your head because mm. 
Dr. Musa said something quite interesting about just how it delivers its power. Because an electric car, obviously, has got instant torque. Sure. So you have to prepare your mind because if you put your foot down, oh. all of that power is absolutely instant. So it's available to you right there and then. Exactly. Yeah. Exactly. And at the same time, you know, you've got your energy brake recuperation. So when you're off the power, then you're still saving and actually building up power for you to keep going. Oh, so is that what that is? <laughs> oh, jeez. I was wondering what happened. I was like, why is this car breaking itself? Yes. That's what I kept thinking the whole time. I was like, hey, accelerate. Stop breaking. But now I get what's happening because it's charging and then I'd find myself with more range all of a sudden. Exactly. You see, this is I, I knew we'd end up talking about the car, but I actually wanted to ask you both where your love for cars came from before we even get into this particular monster. I think for me, it's uh, just been a guy that grew up in the township. Um, you grow up, you see the latest something or the other that comes from the family down the road mm-hmm. that have bought themselves a new BMW and you're just like, oh, mm-hmm. the one day when I grow up. And then in your mind, you and start doesn't forming... BMW has in South Africa probably more brand clout than almost anything else, right? Totally, totally. 100%. I mean, especially if you grew up in the townships, you know BMW, it's right up there on the top of the pyramid when you look at it. Right up there. I mean, I think for me, it was uh, my parents, when I was much younger, they bought themselves a 5 Series and I was Mm. like, whoa, Mm. must be nice. (laughs) And then from there, seeing an E30, for instance, so the old 3 Series, I recently just got one myself and I built one from the scratch and all those sort of things. So it's just love that comes with desire initially Mm -hmm. and becomes a love for vehicles. And then that obviously then spreads over into other brands and the Mm. cool things that they may have as well. What about you, Francisco? So my journey is a weird one. I was a kid that would just sit and draw. I'd draw, 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 all sorts of things. And I've got an older brother and he literally said to me, stop drawing, come watch Top Gear. (laughs) So from there, I just thought, let me watch Top Gear, but I'll still draw and I'll just draw cars. (laughs) So I just started drawing cars and just from there, literally, I've always wanted to be involved in that space. Always love vehicles, but not just for the the fact that they, you know, take you from A to B, but just how they make you feel. And speaking about BMW, same thing with myself. You know, we grew up in Soweto and as a result of that, that is BMW haven. Mm. So as a result, you know, when you grow up, it's kind of one of those things that you have to tick that box and say, I drive sure. a BMW. So for me, it started from a very early age, but family has always loved BMWs and at the same time, all types of vehicles. So definitely something from an early age. So getting into this thing, I mean, you can't but notice the Swarovski crystal <laughs> on the center console there. You got it on the doors. I mean, it does feel like uh, all these cars that are trying to come up with something new, None of them has thought of anything like this no. before. This is, a, this is entirely, it's almost like getting in a spaceship. Mm, it does. It, yeah. feel, it <laughs> feels like you're walking into Diamond Walk. You, yes. know? <laughs> you take a step into it and you're like, oh, what's this fancy thing? What's going on here? Because you've got that sleek curved screen yeah. that's in there. You've got these sort of crystal looking things on the knob as well as on the mm. door. You try to open a door and you have to press a button to step. I like, know the door. I, I was standing there like an idiot trying for like <laughs> How do I do this? two minutes. I was like, <laughs> how do I do this? this? And then I realized you actually have to... Yeah. By the way, closing the door is a whole other thing. Yes. Because you, you don't slam it like you do. It's very graceful. All these terrible vehicles the rest of us are driving. When you have one of these, you just kind of push and then it seals itself. It's yeah. one thing uh, we've mm. spoken about quite a lot. It's an issue of opulence. Mm. Yes. Uh, Gareth, you know, if you live an opulent life with opulent it's, lifestyles. It, it's like those people. Have, have you been into those kitchens with those people where they go and this whole like thing. coffee yes. machine yeah. thing yes. comes up, yes. feels like that. Exactly. Only, only obviously because this is a moving vehicle, they're yeah. much more impressive. Definitely. And it's still a sustainable vehicle because even though as it looks the way it does, it's very fancy, it mm. still loves the environment. I mean, you've got vegan leather, which is mm. quite an interesting What does that thing. even mean? Like, I mean, I kind of get it, but... I it mean, means honestly, you're not going to get the greens upset. Oh, okay. Those, those people. They're not going to the throw paint in my car. They're not going to be like painting your yes. car with like <laughs> tins of paint and like... 
screaming about how you're killing the environment. They're going to be happy with you. Okay, good. That's interesting. I didn't even know that about it. So what's your favorite thing about the car? One of my favorite features in the car is the full panel that mm. is transparent but becomes like opacified and dark mm. when you want it to. So you press a button and it kind of covers up. And that's because, you know, when the sun's up in the middle of the day, you don't want the sun hitting your face. So you press a button and it goes, Dwing! and then it just gets dark. It's that's beautiful. amazing. Yeah, That's lovely. like uh, sci-fi. Very much <laughs> it is. So. It really is. What's your favorite thing? I'd say the front end. And it's interesting because that front end was very controversial. Everybody was like, this is something that we've never seen before. It's a step away from but everything The self-healing yeah. element of it is what blows my mind the most. And I actually had wow. to find out if I'm not being caught up in an April Fool's joke yeah, or something. Yeah. But a self-healing grill is has got to be one of the craziest things I've actually encountered in a vehicle. So stone chips, all sorts of things like that. It's not going to really matter as long as after 24 hours you leave the car out in normal room temperature or you apply heat on it. The next day, your stone chip is gone. Unbelievable. Sounds crazy. It, it feels like, uh, you know, when with the other <laughs> vehicles that are coming from BMW that change colors, you're like, yeah. how? Wow. Like, what? You, hmm? What? Yeah. Exactly. Witchcraft. Yeah, well, <laughs> Buloi. I would have gone there. Yes. <laughs> Wow. Uh, okay, so electric vehicles in general, we're all very excited about these. It's inevitably going to be the future. It's also, considering petrol prices these days, something everybody's much more excited about than they should be. Yes. Because so. uh, electric vehicles are obviously the way for us to, to be able to move forward without having to have all these fossil fuels, without having to have the exorbitant cost of petrol. And the world economy will change as a result of this. Very much so. I mean, electric vehicles now, especially in South Africa, we've just seen a resurgence of, you know, it, it started off with BMW. They were actually the early adopters. Earlier on, they were came out with these cars. And now we can see that there's a big shift happening. And consumers are starting to understand now what's going on. I mean, you go to major malls now, there's mm. charging stations. It's becoming more accessible. So definitely in the next 10 to 15 years, we're going to see many more electric vehicles in our market. I think it's very exciting. Uh, the fact that, you know, when things start to happen, other people start to adapt. So not other car brands, let's leave those alone. But the fact that when you know that you've got electric vehicles, it puts mm. pressure on policymakers to say, cool, we can't charge so much in terms of import taxes on these expensive electric vehicles. So it moves the price of an We're electric We're talking vehicle. to you, governments. There we go. I don't want to say that, but yes. <laughs> <laughs> to get the pricing right, right? Because you want people yeah. to stay away from fossil fuels and all right. these conventions that exist in the world to rather go buy an electric vehicle. But also, but, you guys know this, and I mean, I'm not as much of a, of a, of a motorhead as you guys are, but it was always uncool. The hybrids were okay. They were, they were all right. People were like, oh, I'm trying, you know, I'm trying to show that I'm moving into the future, but they weren't. Now these, this is a step in a completely foreign direction from where we were when people like electric cars. I don't know. Is that like uh, those little things that they ride around, those golf carts that they ride around shopping malls? Exactly that. And one of the major things is a power figures because people mm. think electric, they don't think performance, mm. but they don't actually realize that these cars, there's no such thing as a slow electric car. They're all very fast. So the petrol heads, who are resisting the change have now started to embrace the change because they know that these cars are actually faster than any of their normal petrol cars. The other thing about it is that they're also just sexier cars. Yeah. I, I think that's an important one. I mean, well, I know exactly which I mean. car you're thinking I, about. I'm, like, I'm, I'm into the aesthetics. I'm exactly. not much, I don't know about torque and, yeah. you know, zero to 100 and how many seconds. I don't know anything about that stuff. Mm -hmm. You guys, that's your area of expertise. Mm -hmm. But the attractiveness it. of it, the way it looks, the way it feels when you're driving it, that's what I'm all about. That's it. Very, very sexy cars that everyone can go, ooh. What is this one called? Because it looks so new, so sexy, and isn't the standard old, ugly-looking electric vehicles. Mm -hmm. 
And that is true because old electric cars weren't the prettiest. But these cars look like something we've never seen before. Yeah. It really does, you know, draw so much attention. You actually have to get used to that on the road. Sure. Because as, when I was driving, I thought to myself, oh, I mean, as, and as, you as, mentioned as the, the front of this car, but those lights at the back. Yeah. Very sleek. This, mm. It's like little small LEDs, soft lighting. Again, opulent, as Op- we said. Opulence. <laughs> I like Gareth. that word. Opulence. <laughs> Well, I mean, this is what we wanted you guys to essentially do is to help the rest of us who are not as well informed and not as, as into the knowledge as you, as you are and, and the experience, obviously, because we're not all going to get the chance to drive this straight away. So as it comes into the market, as we start to learn about it, we need people who we can trust telling us about it. And I appreciate you both giving us some time. Thank you. Oh, thank you very much. Awesome stuff. Thank you. Cliffcentral.com.